Hey everybody, welcome into the Haven Podcast episode 3. This week's video game focus episode, you could be listening to anything else in the world right now, but you're listening to me and I appreciate that. Hope you all are having a wonderful work week. On today's episode, we'll be going over BlizzCon Gate 2018, trademarked by the Haven Podcast. Fallout 76 PC version being a steaming pile of shit. Activision being a steaming pile of shit, so when we get to those two topics, I will give you a heads up so you can strap in those uh, shit-walking boots so you can make sure you're nice prepared, you know, and as you walk through the turd mines with me as we go over those topics. Then last but certainly not least, some of the latest rumors coming out regarding Xbox, or excuse me, Microsoft's Xbox Fan Fest that's coming up this weekend as well in Mexico City. Um, however, before we jump into the topics and everything like that, um, and we just leave them completely dry humped, quick personal note about me. So recently, the last, I would say maybe, it's been a couple of weeks now, I've gotten into streaming. I think I talked about it on last week's episode and even episode one, two, the premiere. So I started streaming. My first one was actually the, I think the very first Fallout official beta day one on Twitch. And I was just doing it with a with a headset on and everything like that, no video and what have you. So I did that. Running Twitch on your Xbox is the worst shit in the world. Not to mention, that was the week, again, out of my control, that they were doing a shit ton of construction at our house, like up until 6, 6.30 at night, that kind of thing. So... Throughout streaming, I keep hearing this fucking knocking. I don't know if the stream is picking it up, but I can hear it. It's like literally right by my ear on the other side of the wall. So I'm sitting there and I'm just like, this is a shit show from the start. This was a horrible idea. Again, construction, not within my control, but you know, you want to jump on the on the hype train, if you will, of something like that. Like that could be really good for someone that's especially doing what it is that I'm doing and what I want it to be and grow into. So I know streaming is just an end to the means it's another you know advertisement avenue and everything like that but also i know for some people it can be a really good way for people that do listen to the podcast for me to talk with them connect with them you know in case they don't feel comfortable sending in like email questions every week or yeah they just feel comfortable interacting on that level in that way which i'm totally for it's more interaction there i've always said it i don't do this because i'm a streamer i do this because i want to be a podcaster and you know master my craft get better at it and create something that's fun but also you know maybe a little bit different than what's typically out there and all the blowjobs that you hear from people that do do podcasts on a regular basis and of course there's exceptions to every rule we know that but do it in my own little way and spin so i was like this is a shit show let me jump on mixer so my apprehension about mixer because i was going through and kind of you know, doing my research, I was watching a whole lot of streaming. I've never been a big fan of watching streams, so I'll be the first to admit it. Um, there's a level of me that kind of gets it, another level that has no idea why it's so popular and so many people gravitate to it. Um, so it's kind of like a two sides of the coin type of thing. So I'm just trying to learn more about it and, you know, figure it out, try to do something different with it than anybody else. You know, that kind of idea. So I go over to Mixer just because it's integrated so extremely well into the Xbox for obvious reasons. And it's really simple, really easy. Um, However, their UI, and this goes for Twitch too, is the worst thing ever. They got this fucking thing. I wish there was an option to toggle it off that shows you like, oh, this is uh, if you're 
broadcasting, you know, streaming, or if you're pausing it, this is what is connected. You can see like, is your mic connected or a webcam, how many viewers you have. That's the biggest one to me. I wish I could toggle that entire little box off because you have to have it on and it goes on the fucking screen. So I'm sitting there like playing Red Dead and I'm streaming it and I'm like, holy shit, like this thing is just an eyesore. It's in the fucking way. I can move it on six different corners, I think, or eight. Yeah, three, six. Yeah, eight different corners, but none of them work because it's this fucking blue little box. And I'm just like, this is not what... I think the developer had in mind when they were crafting this UI of their game and everything like that. So when I say personal note, streaming for me, kind of, you know, taking a step back and thinking about it has been one of the more humbling experiences in my life. And not just in terms of what I'm trying to do here with the podcast, but just in general. So when you're sitting there streaming, it is like throwing the only equivalent I can think of is if when you're a kid and your parents go out of town or they go somewhere and you like, oh, dude, I'm going to have some buddies over. It's going to be fucking legit. We're going to throw a little party. So you like, back then there wasn't texting. So you just call people and leave voicemails, which was ridiculous. Or you go up and ask someone, hey, I'm throwing a house party kind of thing. More than welcome to show up. You're invited. And streaming to me is the equivalent of no one fucking showing up. Or someone showing up and you're super giddy and excited. Like, oh, dude, I'm not a loser. And then they only stay for like 20 minutes and they leave. They got something else to do. And it's like, fuck you. You have nothing else to do. We're, we're fucking 16. All right. This is like the biggest excitement of our 16 year old lives right now. You know, no parents, alcohol and booze. Let's have a party. So that's what streaming is. So when you see people pop in and not even there for like 30 seconds and they just fucking jet, you just feel like, oh my God, you guys are so rude. <laughs> what the fuck? Like... I, I I literally, that's the equivalent of me just saying, hey, uh, hi, my name is Danny, nice to meet you, welcome, and they just walk out, like, halfway through, I'm like, I haven't done my introduction yet, and they're gone, okay, well, that's fucking great, so, uh, I've just been on Mixer doing that, because, again, it's more stable, because I'm streaming everything through the Xbox, I'm not gonna do the whole PC capture shit, I'm like, I, nobody got time for that, again, I want to be a podcaster at the end of the day, and not a fucking streamer, and so... Even with that, though, it has been a humbling experience to see people do that. And there's been a good amount of followers that have jumped on and, and listened and watched and everything like that. So we'll, that's always cool to see. But holy crap, it feels like you're like a clown. Like you're doing a show. People come in and you're just like, I got to say something. I got to have a hot take or, you know, oh, I don't got tits hanging out. So fuck, there goes my subscriber count and everything like that. And my other reservation with Mixer from what I could understand was... Like, if you want to become a Mixer partner, and that shit always kind of weirds me out a little bit, because I feel like when you start going down that road, if you are able to do it, and I could be completely wrong on this, I could be talking out of my ass, so bear with me, I feel like it's a sense of, what's the word? Like, you are at the beck and whim, well, not the beck and whim, but you are, what the fuck is it I'm trying to say? Like, you got to be you can't really authentically be yourself because you could say or do something that's within very much your personality and character and why that's why people listen to you and they keep coming back and listening to you that you could say or do something on a live stream that offends someone, right? That makes them outraged. Or if you are part of like the mixer family partner bullshit, they're like, Hey, be careful what you say make sure you're super nice, you know, and deal with trolls properly. And it's like, Oh God, like, no, that is not, if someone comes in and acts like a total douche shit in my chat, I'm going to tell them to go fuck themselves. And 
I'm not going to apologize for it. Now, I know that mindset keeps me from ever probably ever becoming that, which kind of sucks because if you go towards that stuff, you get featured a lot more from my understanding. You know, you're going to be more on the screen. That's how you attract more people, that sort of thing. And I get it if their metrics are telling them, well, that's what people want, though. You know, like they want to be loved and, you know, not threatened. (laughs) Like I get that part of it, but it's like you're acting like a fucking idiot. But I say something that doesn't mean gives you a free pass to be a bully. But that's my own personal uh, what's the word I'm looking for? That's my sensitive comment for this week's episode. So uh, even with that said, I'm still streaming on Mixer. I'm actually having a good time with it. Um, other than that, like, again, that fucking eye, that view thing. Someone pops in, pops out, pops in, pops out. It's like, I don't think I suck that bad at video games or I'm that uninteresting when I speak. At least that's what I can tell myself. But holy crap, man. Like, so that's that's been, again, a, a, a checkmate moment of, you know, personal confidence and and everything like that. So that's my personal story I'm sharing with you. But that's not why you listen. You listen for all the latest and happenings in the video game world. And I try to give you the straight and narrow of said news, and then I give you my unfiltered, somewhat educated opinion about said topic matter. So with that said, let's go ahead and jump into the first topic of this week's episode. I'm going to definitely try to slow it down a little bit this week. I am planning to stream at 11 a.m., Pacific time today for the final day of Fallout 76. I want to make sure I'm there at a good time to get that all going because I've been having a little bit of issues with the newest webcam that I put up, but I think we're good to go. We shall see. Um, That's another shameless plug by me. Plenty of more of those to come in this episode, so you can look forward to that. And that's me not having a tick again, by the way, people. That's me like winking, but you can't see that. But anyways, okay, focus up. With that said, um, I know I've been out of the video game loop when last week's episode, I didn't even mention that BlizzCon was going on last Friday. So I apologize for that. That's very shameful on my part. Like, I got to get my head in the game. Got to outdo my stuff. You know what I mean? I know I'm not a journalist by any stretch of the imagination, but come on, I got to open up them them reddit and google news threads you know what i mean so with that said last weekend was blizzcon for those that don't know um what is blizzcon it's basically blizzard putting on their yearly weekend convention for any and all things related to blizzard where all their fans can come in get together have a great time and just fucking jizz all over the place and they you know go just out of their fucking minds over these franchises and IPs that Blizzard owns and operates and stuff of that nature. So usually at BlizzCon, they do do some kind of major announcements, some teases, that sort of stuff. Um, most of the time, I think that's kind of why people go there. And also because they get up to share into these universes with other fans like themselves, these IPs that they adore and love, like Diablo, Warcraft, etc. So with that said, they do BlizzCon. So leading up to it, there's some gal on the marketing side for Blizzard that comes out that basically says, get hyped up, get ready, get excited. Because this year at BlizzCon, we got a lot of exciting stuff coming out about Diablo. Okay, And they've said even before that, there's several projects within the Diablo world that are the universe, the IP that Blizzard is, is doing right now. Okay, so unfortunately... Well, I should stick with the news first. So they do their thing, and then to close out their show, and they do announce World of Warcraft Classic, which is like WoW Year One, I think, with some tweaks, maybe. Again, I have not played that game for like 15 plus years. That's cool. I know a lot of people, I think, not a lot, but there's been a a good part of their community that's asked for that, and that's Blizzard saying, hey, here you go for our fan base, you know. But the one thing they did announce, which I saw, and that kind of got me me semi-chubby, 
was they announced that, hey, this is a completely remastered version of Warcraft 3, the classic RTS. We redid the cutscenes, we've redone the game and everything from the ground up. Here you go. That's going to come out, I believe they said next year. I was like, I hope they put it on console, especially with mouse and keyboard support now coming to Xbox officially. Um, but they're like, hey, it's just PC right now. So I saw that. And I was like, oh, that's cool, you know. And then they announced a new Overwatch hero, which is always goes over super duper well with them. And so it's like, oh, great. You know, they're doing a good job. And then comes um, leading into BlizzCon. You had the one lady that hyped it up. And then Blizzard put on a blog post like, hey, FYI, temper your expectations. It's not going to be Diablo 4 there. Which is like, oh, okay, you know, like, well, we know you're working on something Diablo-related and what have you, so it sucks not Diablo 4, but thanks for the heads up kind of thing. And again, they do this in a blog post after a couple weeks prior, someone from their marketing team, you know, was blowing a load about telling everyone to get out of their, get fucking out of their minds about what's coming up BlizzCon in in regards to Diablo. So, they go through, they do their stuff, they show off, you know, WoW Classic, Warcraft 3, etc., Overwatch stuff. So then it comes to like the end of their opening, you know, intro of the show, of the con- convention. And they fucking show this like trailer, the CGI trailer of fucking Diablo. So people start losing their shit in the audience. <laughs> then they come out like, ladies and gentlemen, <clears throat> we are proud to announce, I'm paraphrasing here, but Diablo Immortal, a mobile game. And you could just, if you watch it back, you can see and feel the energy just fucking get sucked out of the audience. People are, I think, instantly several different types of emotions, mostly angry and mostly confused. And there's a few sprinkled in of what the fuck is happening right now. So they do their panel and everything, like the guys that are like spearheading this mobile Diablo game and they're doing Q&A with the audience and it's become like I think one of the newer memes that we've seen and like gifts and what have you so <laughs> this guy comes up and he's like doing the Q&A and he asks him and he's like is this some sort of uh out of season April Fool's joke that you guys are doing and the the three devs are just like uh and you know and all the most part with all the shit they were getting from their fans about the questions I thought those guys handled it super duper well very professional about it and everything like that but so they do that it becomes a big thing it becomes a hugely disliked the trailer itself disliked on youtube and a lot of negative comments about it and then it starts getting weird people are sending death threats to developers again if you're doing that you're a fucking douchebag and you should be ran over by oncoming traffic but my my thoughts my hot takes if you will kind of having a week to kind of go over and there's a lot to get into this is to me a very what's the it, it's very unlike Blizzard to do something like this to be this tone deaf with their audience and their community knowing that your core is PC gaming right so for you to take a IP that's as prestigious as Diablo and hype it up the way you did but then try to de-escalate the hype and then close out your show talking about a fucking free to play mobile game and I know people are yelling and before you try to like backtrack my IP address and everything, people just just relax. I understand you got to grow the franchise and everything like that in different ways, different revenue streams. Don't forget, like I know people have said, like, well, look at Hearthstone. That's a mobile free-to-play game, and they didn't get shit like that. Don't forget, Hearthstone started out on PC. A lot of people don't know that. And then it went over to mobile, became a huge hit, and it's an ATM. It's a cash cow for them. We all know that. 
But as far as the Diablo point of it goes and everything like that, this is a very tone deaf, unlike Blizzard thing to do. You know your community. You've known them for so long, especially with all your interactions that you do with them over the life of all your games. To think that this would go over well is idiotic to me. I mean, fuck, just put it on PC first and then like, hey, later on say, yeah, it might come to mobile kind of thing. And the thing about it is too, um, let me bring up the source here so I'm make sure I'm not talking too much out of my ass. But like looking into it, so the people that are developing the game, it's a partnership between Blizzard and a Chinese developer called NetEase. If you look at uh, NetEase, they go through, and that's their thing, is like mobile free-to-play games. And I understand, again, Blizzard didn't say it was free-to-play. It's going to be fucking free-to-play. There's no way they're going to charge you money. It's going to be microtransactions and all that crap. To what extent, that remains to be seen. However, if you go through and you look at NetEase's like catalog of the games they're known for, so they have, like I think it's Eternal Arena immortal and crusaders of light so if you go through and look at these games a couple of them have very heavy like diablo influences to it but there's one that's literally looks like fucking diablo so it's just kind of weird here's a game developer that's made its bones creating diablo clones and now hey we're now officially working with blizzard the king of diablo and now we're just doing a reskin of it. Because these games, like from what they showed of Immortal, looks like, I think it was, if I'm remembering correctly, Eternal Arena looks like a carbon copy of it. Um, or maybe it was Immortal Conquest. Hey, one of those fucking, one of these shitty mobile games. And again, I know that they have to understand that mobile games, free to play, that kind of shit, anything to do with a tablet or a phone is a very dirty, filthy term and or word for gamers. And for them to be so unaware of that just blows my fucking mind. Now, this thing is getting a lot of hate across the board from dislikes to negative comments on their official YouTube page for the immortal CGI trailer they did. So fast forward, you start hearing it come out that like, oh my God, Blizzard is, they're fucking deleting comments that are negative. They are going ahead and, you know, they talk to YouTube to remove dislikes. They re uploaded the cgi trailer so they could reset the like and dislike counter and stuff like that so and this is not for me i didn't come up with this genius moment um i have to give credit where credit's due um i was listening to the funhouse dude suit podcast um i believe it was this morning where lawrence sontag he did the research and everything like that and he even said that the algorithm that youtube uses for the likes and dislikes ratio is like it's not a known science like i don't even think youtube could explain to their content creators that use the platform how it fucking works um what they could concern or what they did what they could figure out or what lawrence could was this idea and mindset of like okay if you like or dislike something but you didn't watch it officially enough i hope i'm relaying this properly i'm not you know fucking it up this is how i took it that if you watch it only for so many seconds kind of thing and you dislike it right away the system will tag it as a dislike but then when they go through the system in the background and look at it like oh this guy disliked a video after like five seconds like that's nothing let's remove that dislike or if you're like spamming it that kind of thing it registers it when the system has time to catch up it removes it so again i don't think there's i'm the biggest you know conspiracy theorist in the world when it comes to this industry more than the next guy but I think that's kind of a pretty good explanation of the whole likes and dislikes thing. The one thing I don't recall them talking about is how the negative comments being removed was a thing. I think only Blizzard could do that. So 
um, if they're doing that, that's fucking shitty and that's shady as hell and never do that. So a piece of advice to anybody, whether you're a big business or a small business, regardless of what industry is, when you get any type of negative comments or constructive criticism, don't be a douchebag and get rid of it. Do never, ever do that. Hear out the criticism, see if they're valid, talk and communicate with your audience and kind of go from there. Because if someone's trolling you and you engage with them, some say don't, I'm of the mindset you do depending on what the troll comment is, they'll kind of show their ass pretty early on to everybody else. So leave that stuff there, will hit your overall bottom rating pretty low. However, people that are looking into the comments and everything like that, they'll look and like, okay, this person's a fucking douche that is just giving this company shit for really no reason. So um, very interesting stuff. Again, very out of character for Blizzard. And I know they've come in, they've done a lot of press about it. Like, oh, this is what the game is working hand in hand with NetEase. This isn't a carbon copy of any game that's out there. And it's like, regardless, dude, you guys totally missed the mark on this. And yeah, that's the problem. And the thing is, too, at the end of the day, speaking of Bethesda, who we'll get onto in a second here for their shit, is you got to keep in mind they showed you the blueprint. When you announce Fallout Shelter as this mobile game and everyone's like, uh, oh, by the way, though, it's cool, guys, because we got Fallout 4 coming out in a couple months. Like, that's how you fucking do it. So um, the last bit of news as far as BlizzCon, there was a report coming out uh, from Kotaku from Jason Shraya that um, he reported that Diablo 4, like a teaser trailer, was going to be shown at the end of BlizzCon, but that Blizzard scraps it at the end. He has since updated the article, uh, kind of taken that away and everything like that. So that's a little, ugh, you know, fake news, weirdness over there and everything like that. But that's probably ideally what they wanted to do. But again, if they're planning to do this and they went all in and they talked to the Diablo 4 team and they're like, dude, we can show something, but this game is not ready for a long ass fucking time, then you're really asking for it because you show something that people are not going to be able to consume for years. That's really a bad approach. So very curious how this keeps going, how Blizzard kind of does their practices moving forward. But this was totally a shit show on their end and very tone deaf, very not completely not having their finger on the pulse of their community. So anyways, uh, moving on to the next topic. Speaking of Bethesda. um, So recently the beta has extended for the Fallout upcoming Fallout 76 video game onto PlayStation and PC. It's been on Xbox for uh, about two weeks prior to that. And that's what I'm playing on. I'm playing on my Xbox X um, on the game, enjoying it very much so. However, the PC version of this game, um, since it's come out, has turned out to be a total shit show. You have people that have some beefy-ass PC rigs, like good fucking machines, that cannot get this game to run properly without uh, insane amounts of crashes, completely off the charts, enable, or just crazy out there frame rates, like nothing can be steady. So, and then there was someone on Reddit that came through and did a post where they looked into it and the engine they're using for 76 is a modified engine, but it's still the same engine as Fallout 4. So it's a very dated engine and they're trying to make this into a multiplayer thing where they were talking about there's a lot of security risks involved, stuff is like IP tracking, things of that nature. So it doesn't look good right now. Like that thing, I've seen some footage of it and don't get me wrong, it looks like, it doesn't look like shit. But definitely there's, it's just a bad port. That's what it is. So instead of Bethesda being smart and taking the approach that, and I can't believe I'm fucking saying this, they took a page, they didn't take a page out of Destiny 2's book. Like, oh my God, I want to stab myself giving 
Bungie and Activision any credit. Or even more importantly, like you know, what Capcom did with uh, Monster Hunter World and delaying the PC version from the console so that it doesn't come off as a poor port, but that it's true and it's an awesome version of said game. They just fucking threw it on the thing. And I've heard people make the argument, well, you know, Bethesda games from a PC side, they've never been the best. You know, they've always had their issues and blah, blah, blah. That's no fucking excuse, okay? It's 2018. If you're going to charge people 60 bucks or more for a fucking video game, you do not half-ass it. That's not fucking cool at all. I would like to see them do, and they're not going to do this, is give a complete refund to every PC player, delay the game, take it back to the lab, make it respectable, and, I mean, Bethesda has communicated as of yesterday where they said, hey, we know about the known issues. Um, they also had a huge hacking problem on the PC side. Again, the hacks won't affect the console, but on the PC, it's it's like Division style, which for those that don't remember, Division on PC was a hack fuck fest. And even on that, there was a network guy that came out years and years ago that said, looking at the way everything is structured on their, you know, their networking, this shit's fucking easily hackable. And that it's going to be really hard to fix and patch this and make it foolproof. And, I mean, it's just the way the client communicates with the servers on the Bethesda side for 76. You know, when it comes to this PC build, it's just it's a giant shit show. So, not good for them at all. Really bad publicity. Again, they came out and they said, hey, we know what these issues are. We're addressing them. This is our estimated timetable of when we're going to have it done. Either before or slightly after launch, which I, you know, I roll my eyes out kind of thing. So they're aware of it, they're talking about it a little bit, and they talked about some stuff that wasn't featured in the PC build, why it wasn't, but that they're planning to add certain requests and everything like that. But then they made the odd decision of saying, because people have been asking for press to talk kind of thing, so I, I assume that's pressing a button on the keyboard, you talk on the mic, people can hear you. Bethesda's not doing that, they're going for the all opt-in category, where it's like, regardless, if you have a mic, you're always talk, whenever you talk or speak, it's inside the game, like with the proximity chat, etc. You know, we want the people to be, the player to be the NPCs and they communicate and stuff like that. And people are not big fans of that. And I think that's kind of, uh, <clears throat> I think that can be kind of, uh, I, I would just, I don't know what's the word I'm looking for. Just give the, the player the choice. That's my thing. If everyone wants to be antisocial or only talk when they want to, okay, cool. You know, like that becomes a thing when you're a game developer and you're crafting these video games and you have a vision, you have a dream of what you want this game to be and look like and play like and everything. You got to be able to take a half a step back and keep your eyes and your ears to your community and what they're telling you. And if the vast majority of people are telling you something, regardless of what your vision is, you have to swallow your pride and be like, Ugh, you know what? We should make an adjustment. Now, if Bethesda is hoping, like, why don't you just, just give it a try first? This is our vision of it and everything like that. And if you still are complaining and you still don't like it, okay, that's cool. Like, we, if they're taking the approach of we know better, you got to be careful with that because you come off as arrogant and ugh, you better have a good timetable of when you're willing to make that switch. And again, they could be right. People could be doing it and be like, actually, the push to talk's not really that big of a deal. And I actually kind of like that we're automatically opted in. It forces you to communicate and everything like that but that's not for some people though too especially if you're a single player person but again if you're playing single player just have your headphones in mute your fucking mic and call it a day you know what i mean and keep it moving so i mean you could still do that with your headset so that's going to be interesting to see how they they do that and everything like that because yeah this is bad press for 76 and it's 
become the narrative and that's on top of people having issues with this game from an opinion standpoint about it already so and this game officially launches this upcoming monday night i believe like so they're not gonna be able to fix all this shit in time and everything so i don't know maybe they should have had more fucking beta dates for longer amounts of time for everybody just an idea that i've been complaining about so um Again, don't take off your shit boots yet. We're still going to keep them on because we got to I got to take a quick shit on Activision over here before we wrap up today's episode. So Black Ops, New Call of Duty 4 or Call of Duty, Black Ops 4, whatever the go fuck yourself edition. That shit came out. People seem to like it. I feel like they like it every fucking year. Um, So they unveiled like their season pass kind of crap they do. They're copying it out of the Fortnite book where it's like a season. So basically it's like, oh, it's all free. Here's all these, um, what's it called? Uh, Cosmetic kind of shit, you know, and you can earn them in game. So Kotaku had an article where they kind of written up and a lot of people followed up with it. I actually um, posted about it on my Instagram last week where it's the, basically what it is, is it came down to looking at the numbers so that if you didn't want to pay a penny for any of this stuff, you are shit out of luck. That if you want to obtain all the items in this season, you're going to have to put your hand in your wallet and give them money, you know, actual money for the currency and all this shit. And it's like leveled, it's fucking convoluted and stupid and just fucking... When you have a system that's so convoluted like this, chances are you should not be doing it because you're just doing a fuck you style of system of microtransaction. So again, remember, everyone was so happy. They're giving us free content, no more season passes, no dividing the community. Really, this is the alternative, you fucking idiots. Like, I hope you enjoy it. Like, they keep fucking us over and they just see, again, I've talked about it before on the podcast, how far they can push the line until we say, whoa, hold up, back the fuck up, this is too far. And then they look the line, oh, we moved it 20 feet ahead, so... We know this is where we can start off next year when the next one comes out. So bottom line, it averaged to um, four hours per day every day for someone to play. And it's all based off of playtime. So from my understanding, regardless of how many games you win, how good you are in those games, none of that shit matters with leveling up this system to get the cosmetics, right? And it's based off of you, the player, just playing, which in itself is fucking, you know, excruciating to my brain. Like, hey, just just put your time in. That's all that matters. You'll get everything eventually, as long as you put the time in. It's like, oh, fuck if you're any good at it or you work your ass off to get it. You know, fuck that idea, right? Let's just give you it. Just just show up to the party and you'll get everything. So it comes to four hours each day um, to in order to unlock all this stuff. The thing is, it's the kicker. The event itself or this thing that they're doing is only 50 days. So for the next 50 days straight, if you love this game and you want to unlock everything, you have to put in four hours a day every day. I'm sorry, I play quite a bit of video games, but that's fucking excruciating. Like, that does not sound fun at all. That's literally a job at this point. And that's not good. That's not fun. Um, So they did all this shit. They finally got some crap about it. And again, I, I post this on Instagram where I was like, same fucking song and dance we've heard this story before we've seen this movie before and how it goes give it a month or so they'll apologize say we're listening to our community and then they'll make adjustments once the event's over and they've milked that fan base's wall it's dry where it's like you know hey we took advantage of you we accomplished our mission but next time we do this event or the next season or whatever the fuck they're calling it you know we'll make some tweaks and stuff like that so instead of it being four hours a day don't worry guys it will be four hours every other day and then you'll be happy or you may not be then we'll have more outrage 
and then they'll fix it again, right? And tweak it. So it's just like, just Activision, quit being shitty. Like, I just don't, it's not fucking hard. Don't be shitbags, you know? I don't think it's that difficult. So anyways, moving on to our last and final topic of the day, Xbox or XO18, as they call it, it is Microsoft's um, FanFest. It's kind of, it's basically the same version as PlayStation's PSX show that they do. Um, So that is coming up this upcoming weekend in Mexico City. It's the first time they've done this in quite a few years. I think actually quite a bit. Um, So Phil Spencer has said before, like, hey, if we're going to do something like this and, you know, with us even bringing it back, we're not doing it just for the sake of doing it. We're going to have some good announcements. We're going to make it worth everyone's time. So if you're on Mixer or any, like, streaming thing, you can watch Inside Xbox from... I believe it's going to be 1 p.m. Pacific time to 3 p.m. Pacific time. So a two-hour show where they're going to unveil some good old goodies and everything like that. A lot of rumors going around of what it could be. I think people should um, kind of, you know, manage their hype a little bit. Like, it's not going to be E3 levels of announcements. You know what I mean? I do think we're officially going to get the announcement that fucking finally Obsidian has joined. Microsoft has finished the acquisition of Obsidian. That's a big one that's kind of going out there that they're going to show off some games that are like, hey, these games are officially going to have mouse and keyboard support on the Xbox, which I'm fucking excited about. They'll probably unveil our partnership with Razer, and this is the official Xbox mouse and keyboard package you can buy through Razer in partnership with Xbox, or you can use any keyboard or mouse combination you want. Um, I know I've seen some State of Decay 2 news updates and everything like that, so... um, Battletoads was also mentioned, which I'm kind of stoked about too as well. And I think we're going to get a heavy dosage of Crackdown 3. Um, I think they have to at this point. If they don't, or they show us a glimpse of Crackdown 3, then Microsoft internally has no fucking hope for this game whatsoever. And they're going to hope just to put it out and hope that no one notices it too much. Um, But I'm expecting them to do a full case showing of it and being like... We know this has been a shit show since the announcement and it hasn't been good, but here's everything. This is all the last couple months of polish we've done. And here's our famed multiplayer with the cloud bullshit that we told you about years ago. So that remain to be seen Um, on next week's episode. I'll go over all that stuff and all the updates and everything like that. And if you follow me on Instagram, um, if there's any cool stuff that happens where I'm like, fuck, I just, I came, I'll post it on there with some, with some cum thoughts, you know? I, I know that sounds horrible. It sounds disgusting when I say that. But anyways, so with that said, guys, uh, that's going to do it for me today. Hope you enjoyed the show. And as always, thank you so much for listening. Um, if you do enjoy the podcast and want to help it grow, links and ideas on how to do these things can be found in each podcast episode's descriptions. Uh, these things to help grow are things such as rating, reviewing, on your preferred podcast listening network, sharing the podcast with people in any way possible, sending in your questions. That's very, very important. I can't stress that enough. Um, If you are on Instagram, uh, follow, like, share the Haven podcast on there. Um, That's also where I post um, my schedule in terms of like, hey, I'm going live on Mixer and I'm going to be streaming, you know, Red Dead 2. And that's what I've been doing lately is it's actually mostly been Fallout 76, but um, and that's probably going to continue to be it. Red Dead to me streaming it's I can see why people would like it but I just feel like I don't know like if Red Dead is a very slow burn type of game and I don't mean that in a bad way so I'm just thinking for someone that jumps in and sees it and it's like what's this guy doing oh he's hacking wood cool like I don't know if that keeps people's attention 
I could be completely wrong because it gets a shit ton of views on Mixer from other people. But again, I don't have cleavage to show and I'm not going to sit there and yell at you when you like my channel. I'm like, thanks for describing, bro, man. I fucking love you. Like, I'm not doing all that shit. You know, like, that's not me. So um, I think Fallout 76 is one of those games where, you know, regardless of the negativity behind it and most of it or some of it, in my opinion, rightfully so, mind you, um, it's a game where something is always happening at every moment. And I think that can be a really good viewing experience. Especially, it's, you know, it's a really big game. And some people may be like, hey, I just want to jump in, jump out and see what this person's collected and everything like that. So, um, yeah. So if you're on Instagram, share, like, follow all that bullshit. And that's where I also put all my stuff. So um, and then last but certainly not least, if you got PayPal, I wouldn't be upset. But in fact, grateful if you wanted to tip this fine audio restaurant. Um, so anyways, as always, thank you all again. Um, I need to go shower so I can clean myself up after whoring myself out to you guys after that. Um, and you know, just real talk moving forward, whenever I do my grow the podcast plugs, um, because it is part of the process, it is necessary. Um, when I do that moving forward, you know, we're just going to act like it never happened and we're going to try to avoid making eye contact. (laughs) Uh, anyways, have a great weekend, you guys. And I will talk to you all this upcoming Monday. Take care.